Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to yet another episode of the Real Talk with Sam podcast series. I am your host, Samantha, and I am here because I aspire to inspire and motivate you into becoming the best version of you that there is and God's best for you. So, I just want to say hello. I just want to make sure that I get this off my chest before I even go into today's topic. I want to say thank you to all survivors out there. Because not only are we in times where, you know, we did not expect for any of this or anything like this to happen, but you have single-handedly proven that when your will is in place, when your will is to make it through this, you've proven it. And I really believe in a time like this, we really need to appreciate the fact that just taking things one day at a time, when you don't know what's going to pop off, when you don't know what you're going to see next in the news, you have to understand that you are a winner every single day that you have survived yet another day of unprecedented times if that makes any sense. So I just want to say to every viewer, thank you for your strength. Thank you for your endurance. And know that you are a part of a moment in history that will really, (laughs) I don't even know. It's just, it's such an important moment in history. I don't think people understand the magnitude of this because something like this has not happened in I don't even know how many years so you are a part of an important moment in history whether you realize it or not and even though you may not see your name specifically in the history books hundreds of years from now know that you are a part of a major point in history so I just want to say that and I want to say thank you also what I want to tell to um, everybody who will listen to this episode for those of you who have uh, family mem- family members or people that you know that are, have currently been affected by the uh, COVID-19, I just want to say that this is a time not to be uh, chaotic, stressed out, or anxious. This is a time where a little bit of faith and a little bit of hope is needed for whoever you know that is being affected by COVID-19 or anything relevant or related to COVID-19. And for those of you who have lost family members or people you know from COVID-19, first of all, my condolences to you and your families are in my prayers at this time. We all need strength and we all need to demonstrate strength. And for some of us, that may be a tall order, but I just want to let you know that you have the strength within you already. Whatever type of strength you're looking for is already within you. And I hope that that alone was some encouragement to some of you out there. And I've never done this before on air, but this is the first time. And I think that this is a necessary thing. I just want to take a moment to decree and declare over every person under the sound of my voice, every person that will listen to this episode, that healing will take place. Healing has already begun to take place. Faith will be reestablished in your homes and miracles will take place. Even for those who have already lost family members and people they know, 
expect miracles, expect comfort, and expect something just amazing to happen to you. I just want to decree and declare that over your lives because some of you really, really need it right now. And I'm grateful to be in this position where I can do such, can do even that. So I hope that you will touch and agree with me on this because hope and faith is really needed. And I do not personally um, promote negativity in any aspect, even when, even in times like this where many are sick. I believe in miracles because I serve a God of miracles. And if anything is needed right now, no extra negativity, no extra doubt is needed right now. What we need is hope, faith, and prayer. Okay? So I also encourage you to pray for those who you know, whether it's from high school, college, elementary school, whatever. If you know of somebody who needs prayer right now, even if you don't think they need prayer, they may just need your prayers. They may just need your good thoughts. They may just need that positivity. So don't be afraid to reach out to people that you haven't spoken to in years because right now we need unity. We need to be on one accord and we need to be together because the one of the very most effective ways we are going to survive this is to stand together on this in the middle of crisis. Okay, so I just wanted to put that out there before we even start. So I hope that that was helpful. And I hope that that was encouraging to somebody out there. And without further ado, we're going to get into this episode. All right, so today's episode, we're going to talk about a little thing called, well, it's not little, but we're going to we're going to talk about courage. And this topic is inspired by me watching cartoons specifically on Disney okay so I know I'm an adult but I'm a kid at heart and I still love watching cartoons to this day so I was watching cartoons uh the other day and I saw you know a couple of classics that I've been watching since I was a kid I was watching I found myself watching Aladdin I found myself watching The Lion King. I found myself watching um, old Cartoon Network. Um, I don't know if y'all can relate to this. Old Cartoon Network um, shows, Billy and Mandy, Powerpuff Girls. I watched like quite a few of shows that I have not watched in years, literally. So, and I found somewhat of a, a reoccurring theme when I was watching some of these episodes of, uh, from these shows. And what I found is that we were kind of um, misled into thinking courage only comes in a certain shape, a certain size and a certain magnitude of an act. And because when I was a kid, I always thought of courage as you had to do something massive that's unheard of and, and, you know, sacrifice and give up yourself for somebody else. And while that is true, while that does, you know, constitute of courage, courage is not just a, you know, big gigantic gesture it's some it's basically something that you know others are unwilling to do and that doesn't have to be a grand gesture it could be something small that people just don't want to do whether they're being lazy whether they just want to procrastinate whether they have a fear that it won't work whether it you know it really it really doesn't take a grand gesture to demonstrate courage so i want to really quickly just read to you read to y'all the definition of um, the definition of courage. 
So the definite, the basic definition of courage is basically strength in the face of, <clears throat> excuse me, strength in the face of pain or grief. Or here's another definition, the ability to do something that frightens one. So I don't know if y'all noticed, but there's a lot of things that frighten a lot of people. And I honestly, to this day, still believe that fear is nothing but false evidence appearing real. That's what I believe because I was one that used to be strict, just paralyzed by fear. And I know I've spoken about this before. But I really feel like I need to reiterate this. Fear is really detrimental. And it's detrimental because it really stops us from doing a lot of things that we really, really want to do. And I'm tired of seeing people paralyzed by something that they don't even know the outcome of. But because of whatever preconceived notions or whatever ideologies they have from past experience... They think, oh, because it didn't work back then, it's not going to work now. Or because it didn't work for this person, it's not going to work for me. And I really think that's a load of crap. If I can be 100% transparent, it's a load of crap. Because people really don't know what the outcome is going to be. They may think they know. They may think they have broken it down so much to say, okay, this is what's definitely going to happen. You don't know. But because fear has stopped a lot of us from doing a lot of things. Even basic small things. Like, y'all, I kid you not, like, I have literally allowed fear to do, uh, to stop me from doing something very simple as creating a menu, a meal menu for myself. Because the fear that went through my body was, oh, if I do this, I'm not gonna stick to the diet that I, I just made for myself. Now, I know what I like to eat. I know the healthy options that I will take. I know what food combinations I like. I know my my palate very well. (laughs) And I know, you know, I know what I like. So I was like, why am I fearing making a chart (laughs) on a piece of paper? Like, it's little simple things like that. It may sound silly, but it's little things like that that people are afraid to do. It's things like turning in your paper early that people are afraid to do. It's things like having a conversation with your spouse, having a conversation with your friend about something that you don't usually talk about. It's little things like that. And in my mind, I'm like, people really don't understand what courage is. It's the willingness to overcome those little fears that tend to, you know, get that that tend to paralyze our systems. So imagine what would happen if you just said, you know what? Okay. You look fear right in the face and say, okay, for like right now, I'm, I'm honestly fearing this right now, but what if I just did it anyway? What would really, what's the worst that can happen? Like, what do I really have to lose? I really feel like if we make intentionally ask ourselves that question, what do I really have to lose right now? Seriously, what do I have to lose? If we really asked ourselves that question, we probably would be a lot more courageous than we are now. And I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm the most courageous person on the planet because I have not demonstrated that. Therefore, I haven't been. But I'm making an effort now in light of this topic 
to be more courageous in small ways. You don't have to go out and save people from a burning building, which that's been like basically the image of courage that I've been fed to when I was when I was a kid. But I mean, that is courageous. Don't get me wrong. But I think what's needed right now is courage, strength and the ability to face things that other people are not willing to do. So are you going to be that one that continues to let fear paralyze you? Or are you going to be that one to really dive into the courageous version of yourself? Because we all have courage beneath the surface. We all have it. But some of us have not tapped into it because we've allowed fear to control our lives for so long. And case in point, COVID-19. Now, please don't take this as I'm saying do not take precautions. That is not what I'm saying at all. Especially if you have people in your families that are elderly, please, by all means, take precautions. But I really don't feel like you should allow something like this to inhibit your quality of life. Especially if you're healthy. It, It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, yes, don't just, now don't just get a wild hair if you're behind and go right into somebody's sick face and be like, oh, I'm living life. No, that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is for those of you who have not been, you know, quarantined or mandated to stay home, like go out and get some fresh air, go for a walk. Even if you, even if you have to wear the mask over your face or gloves on your hands, don't stop living life. Don't stop, you know, taking your health seriously. Health is not just washing your hands. Health is getting your body moving. Little things like that, people are now afraid to do. People are afraid to walk down the street. And I'm not trying to diminish this. I'm not trying to be insensitive. But it really upsets me that people are now afraid to do simple things. People are now afraid to have the courage to really take care of themselves beyond what we've been told to do in light of COVID-19. So what I want to tell you is take those small steps to have courage. And I have a couple of points that I want to tell you guys. Again, first point, fear is false evidence appearing real. Now, even though we have been told, I'm just using COVID-19 as an example, even though we've been told what it is as far as, you know, we know like the knowledge that we have right now about it even though we've been told what it is even though we've been told the numbers even though we've been told all of this stuff all these things I really just want you to consider the fact that yes it is information but it should not inhibit you from living life it's still has the capability to instill fear but what I want you to do is look is take a look at that information like if somebody sends you an article or something like that take a look at it and be like okay that's what's going on cool but it's not going to stop me from doing blah 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 even if you have to make out a list of what doesn't what this is not going to stop you from doing I highly suggest you do that I it's funny I read a quote Um, I actually posted it, I think, a couple of days ago. But I thought this was so underrated but powerful. And the quote basically said 
that not everything is canceled. The sun is not canceled. Spring is not canceled. Relationships are not canceled. Love is not canceled. Reading, devotion, music, imagination, kindness. I'm literally reading it. (laughs) Uh, Imagination, kindness, conversations, and hope is not canceled. Something like this should not cancel the courage to have to do those things. Like this isn't stopping you from reading a book. This isn't stopping you from taking a walk. This isn't stopping you from going to your friend's house just to check on them and say, hey, I just want to make sure that you're all right. Because yeah, a phone call is nice. But if your friend is not sick, but you just want to check on them because you care, but you but you're like, oh, no, I don't want to go outside because I don't want to catch it. Like you're really stopping like, like you could be making somebody's day right now. But because you're so afraid, you won't do it when you could really be making a difference in somebody else's life. So I just want you guys to take that into consideration. Like really analyze what you do on a daily basis that you now don't do because you've allowed fear to come into the picture. That's the first thing. Again, first point, fear is still false evidence appearing real no matter what's going on in the world. Point number two, and this is my last point. Take a small step of courage. Grand gestures of courage are okay, but but small, consistent gestures of courage are longer lasting. I always preach about consistency, 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 because it really shows the character that you have. If you are willing to be consistent in anything, that is something that's worth going after. Okay, so anybody can do a grand, well, not anybody, but there are people in the world that can do grand gestures of courage. There are people that save people from burning buildings, but it's a once in a while thing. But what would happen if you took those small steps of courage every single day? Like, okay, this person's afraid of doing that. I'm going to do that anyway. You know, like not to take any, not to take away any seriousness from the situation, but you really have to, I'm, I'm recommending that you just take those small steps every day. Like, for example, I took a walk the other day and most people are afraid to do that. I know I just said this, but I'm just reiterating. People are afraid to walk outside. Be that person that walks outside. Even if you want to post about it, even if you want to, you have, you have every right to brag about something like that now because people are like, yeah, stay home, stay home. And I'm not discouraging that. What I'm saying is you still have to take care of yourself. And if you don't want to take a small a, a walk outside, there are a lot of us, including myself, and this, I, I don't talk about anything that doesn't hit me first. There are people who have faithfully <laughs> went to the gym that now all of a sudden think that because I'm home, I don't have to work out anymore. I don't have to take care of myself anymore. I can just sit here and do nothing. Not true. Not true at all. You ha- If you have at least six feet, and I no pun intended, if you have six feet of space wherever you live, you have enough room to work out. I don't have the equipment. Use your body weight. Use your body weight. And if it's still not enough for you, I guarantee you that some of you have gallons of water in your house 
or something that is just as heavy that you can use as a weight just because it doesn't say 15 pounds of weight on it just because it doesn't have some fancy name with a bar in the middle does not mean you can't use objects in your home to work out be resourceful be creative take this time to be creative that is another courageous act being creative I've seen so it, it's funny because I've seen so many people just come out with these crazy but effective ideas to stay safe to still to still take precautions but use the materials they have in front of them when we now have you know limited access to you know disposable masks for example I saw something on Pinterest this guy this little boy made, made like a a, a a reusable mask I don't know what it was out made out of but the, the fact is he used a time like this to be courageous enough to have a crazy creative but effective idea out there and now look he got so much attention on social media it's ridiculous so stuff like that don't stop your daily life because there's a pandemic it shouldn't it should not if you are indeed a healthy person a healthy human being at this point it should not stop your ability to ability to live life now before I close this out I want to also touch on people who have come down with the symptoms of COVID-19. You are not exempt from this. Well, how? Because I'm, I'm sitting here and I don't even know if I'm going to live or not. Listen, if anybody knows the anxiety of watching a person go down, it's me. There are times when, like, there are things that have hit my body that I had no idea where it came from. But because I had a little thing called hope and faith, and in a way, hope is, is, a, is a type of faith. But anyway, um, if I had not had the faith to believe that a loved one would get back on their feet after coming down with some type of sickness and disease, I don't know what would have t- taken place. It could have been my faith that could have made the difference. So what I want you to do, if you're sitting here listening to this, if you're laying in, even if you're laying in bed and, and there's and you don't even know if you're going to get up out of that bed, here's what I want you to do or what I recommend that you do. Sit there and be like, and just affirm, just declare over your life that you will get out of that bed, that you will, that those symptoms will leave your body. You will be surprised the difference it makes when you declare something out of your mouth. And I've spoken about this a bunch of times. I know I sound like a broken record at this point, but it's true. Life and death is literally in the power of the tongue. And if the enemy could ever get a hold to your thoughts, I don't know why I'm going this direction, but if the enemy could ever get a hold to your thoughts and permanently like, and just and allow perverseness to get in, and damage, you know, life-giving thoughts, guess what's going to happen? It's going to come out of your mouth. Death and negativity and all this other stuff is going to come out of your mouth. But if you could just have the courage to say, you know what? I don't care what that machine says. I don't care what I'm experiencing. I know that I'm going to live past this. I know that I'm going to survive this. I know that I'm going to get up. And when I get up, it's game over. Doubt is game over. If you could just have the courage to do that, you're a winner. 
You're not only a winner every day that you wake up. You're a winner every day that you declare life. Please understand, I am not saying that, oh, you should not take this seriously. I've, I'll never forget this. This, this. this actually came from another TV show that I watched. Um, there was this lady who was battling cancer. And she said to somebody else who was in fear of... Um, she had she had like a mark on her uh, body and she was afraid that she had skin cancer and of course she had she had it checked out after a lot of convincing from her family to go get it checked out and she told her to basically snap out of it a diagnosis is not a death sentence but that sentence alone resi- uh, res- uh, re- just what's the word I'm looking for um, it, it just touched me so much because it's very true when people hear the word diagnosis and what the diagnosis is, they automatically just go off and be like, oh my God, da, 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 da. you'll be surprised the things that I've heard after people get a diagnosis. But that sentence alone is so powerful because it's true. Diagnosis is not a death sentence. Even if you're in the worst stage of whatever, it's not a death sentence because you haven't died yet. But it really depends on how you think and it depends on what level of hope you're willing to what level of hope and faith you're willing to apply to that situation i've seen people with a literal diagnosis that could be interpreted as okay you literally have like less than three months to live I've seen people literally say, okay, to the doctor's face, they go somewhere and pray. And when I tell you a miracle takes place, I've seen people literally get up. I've seen people, I've seen doctors scratch their heads in amazement and just astounded. Like, how did this happen? And I don't remember, I didn't give you any treatment. I didn't give you any medication. How did this happen? But because simply because they believed simply because they had the audacity, simply because they had the courage to believe, consistently believe, they recovered. And I don't know if y'all know this, but there are quite a few people, including some elderly folks that have recovered from from COVID-19. Why? Because they believed. They said, no, this is not the end. It's not the end. So for those of you who have sick, Those of you who have loved ones that are sick right now and you don't know if they're going to get up, please listen to me. Declare life. Even if they don't have the courage to, to declare life, you could be the very one to make the difference in their lives. You could be the very one to save their lives. No, I'm not saying that you're God because you're not God. I'm not God. But the faith that you deliver to that situation, I'm telling you, just watch. Just watch. Make those small, consistent steps of courage to say, you know what? You're not going to die. You're not going to die. Watch what happens. I'm telling you, you'll be shocked. Okay? So, again, first point, I just want to reiterate this one more time. First point, fear is still false evidence appearing real no matter what's going on in the world. And point two, grand gestures of courage are nice, but small, consistent gestures of courage last longer. Okay, so I hope that this was encouraging. I hope this was helpful to uh, to all of you that will listen to this. 
Thank you again for your support. Share this with somebody you love. Share this with somebody that needs it. Your grandma, your grandpa, aunt, uncle, cousin, sister, brother, whoever. And don't forget to subscribe. I love you all. I wish you the absolute best. Know that I am praying for you no matter what your situation is because I'm, I'm praying for, for everybody that I can even think of, even people that I don't know. And I encourage you to do the same thing because right now we need unity. We don't need negativity. We need unity. We need hope and we need faith. Love you guys and I will see you on the next episode. Take care.